you for joining us for another night of Dungeons and Dragons. I'm your host and Dungeon Master, Kenny. We have with us our entire party for the Body Horror Campaign. That includes our Ranger Druid. Hey everybody, this is Scott playing Redclaw. Our Fighter Warlock. Hey, hello everyone, this is Dylan playing uh, Yo. Our Paladin. Hi everybody, this is Jesse playing Wilt Brokhard. And our Cleric. Everyone, this is Nick playing Ichabod. So, Dwarf. as... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Nope, you're good. Sorry, <laughs> I, like, stretched. Yeah. Uh, so, when we last left off, our party had just reunited with the uh, unawaredly absent uh, best boy of the group, Volk, and had turned to uh, make camp for the night on their long, multi-day trek back to the Druid Conclave. Sorry, you all may have heard a lighter there for a moment. I was too busy lighting my critical wick candle. I'm still burning the bottom half of Sorcerer. Damn, so smooth. It's, yeah. it's a really pleasant scent. Those soy candles made by critical wick, I tell you, they're a good product. They're worth your money. And also, I'm looking forward to what kind of dye, metal dye, that I get at the bottom of this one. Well, no matter which metal die you end up getting, it's gonna roll nice. Uh, all of Wilt's die are rolled with critical wick metal die, and um, I don't think I've rolled below a 10 this entire campaign. You can check it. Hear... Go back and listen to all that? the episodes again. Yeah, you hear that? They're, they're, they're fixed die. They're... they're... They're, they're <laughs> this is supposed to be an advert, not a fucking condemnation. Jesus. Oh, shit. No, no, no. I'm just kidding. They're fantastic. I literally have boxes of them. Well, that's, that's because true. the woman who runs the company <laughs> lives with you now. Yeah, but I still have boxes of them. Jealous. <laughs> right? Boxes. Anyway, uh, I am listen uh, I am burning a dungeon crawl. Very nice. That's a well, now I gotta burn one. one. Burn one with the boys. <laughs> Burn one with the boys. Is that better than cracking a cold one? <laughs> I, I, no. I'd argue. Certainly lasts longer. Um, so, you all have a... Uh, did we do the skill checks? Uh, the, the saving throws for the night? Mm, not according I to my I think we're note. saving them for this. Yeah. So why don't you all give me a constitution saving throw? What a way to start the night. Oh boy. Alright, here we go. Yeah. Ah, oh. Yes, very good. Alright. I'm I. 14 for Red Claw. Okay. Oh, I'm next. Uh, 9. For Ichabod. Okay. It is uh, 25 for uh, your boy. Alright. Not 20 for Wilt. Alright, so the first two failed, the second two passed. Charisma saves. Ugh. Jesus, wow. Awesome. Not good. Wilt? Uh, 25. Alright, uh, yo. 13. Ichabod. Natural 20. And, uh, Red Claw. 16. Alright, so I think the only failure there was, uh, yo. And, uh, last but not least, wisdom saves. 
It's incredible. Take a button. That's better. 17. Red Claw. Also a 17. Wilt. 24. Okay. Uh, I, yeah. Really staying with those uh, critical wick advert then. Uh, it was a 17, an 18, and a nat 20. I, yeah. <laughs> All right. Yao Gai? Uh, 15. All right. Uh, so, yeah, that's um, another failure. Oh, really? Yeah. All right. That's two failures for me then. All right. So, every, I think Wilt's the only person that passed all three. Yeah. Yes. So, you, you have a fine night's rest. The other two of you had two passes. Right, Ichabod and Redclaw? Yeah. Right. So you guys have restless sleep, but that's it. It's, you know, it's fine. Uh, however, Yao Guai, you suffer a pretty horrific nightmare. Um, you wake up in camp, and the campfire it has, you know, mostly extinguished. It's down to embers. Um, morning is soon. You look up and you can see whoever's on guard is asleep. Uh, and everyone else is, you know, asleep as well. Uh, except you hear um, kind of like a gnawing noise. And you can see that like where Redclaw is sleeping, there's like steam coming up. Uh, I'm gonna get up to look at Redclaw. Redclaw has been eviscerated and is being feasted upon by Volk. Uh, um, I'm going to try to grapple Volk and pull him off of Redclaw. As you, you know, lunge towards him, uh, you're almost stopped in your tracks as Volk speaks while chewing a mouthful of Redclaw and says, What's the matter? You want some? And then you wake up. <coughs> um, this is. Uh, I'm gonna get up and I'm gonna look and check on everybody. Uh, let's just assume that Red Claw was the one on guard, so he's he's just there on guard. He's you get up. Yeah, right, yeah. Uh, no, I am not okay. I have uh, come to check on you. Uh, where is uh, your dog? Yeah, that's a good question. Redclaw, or... Oh, I'm Redclaw. Ah, Volk, where are you at, you fucking dog? Sort of borfs his head around a corner from one of the tents. There's a miscreant right there. Oh, I'm sorry. No, you're good. He was patrolling the camp. Probably slacking off. Uh, as Volk sort of walks out from behind the corner entirely, uh, Yao, you see his his fur is matted with blood. Uh, he's covered in blood. What what is this? So I'm gonna run and check and uh, check on Wilt and uh, Ichabod. Okay. Uh, you hear the same voice from your dream that the that Volk had. You just hear uh, it come from Volk's direction say, What's the matter? You hungry? Uh, but it's coming from... From Volk. 
Um, uh, he's gonna look down. No, I do not want any. You should not be eating our friends. And I'm going to try to grab him. Uh, okay. Um, so, you know, obviously to you, uh, Red Claw, Volk is fine. You didn't hear that. Right. You just see Yao Guai sort of lunge at your dog. Yo, what's your fucking problem? You never seen a wolf covered in blood before? He was probably eating something. Something he, he, he shouldn't isn't have covered been. in blood. Oh, uh, retcon that. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, what's your fucking problem? Look, I don't like Volk as much as you do, but you don't have to tackle him like that. Listen, Red Claw, your dog has been infected by what is going on around here. He's covered in blood, and he's going to eat us in our sleep. I've seen it. So at this point, I'm going to gently, like, cautiously walk over to Yao and gently pull him back as I'm saying, So, yo, he's not covered in blood, and he's not infected. He's a pain in the ass, but he's not infected with anything. Come on, big guy, and I'm just going to... How do you know? Hmm? Hold on. How do you know the witches did not feed him something? Let's go with a um, perception check with disadvantage for the sleeping players and they might wake up that would be a 10 okay wilt uh not 20 <laughs> all right wilt so i wish i could make this shit up no you're good uh as as the sort of back and forth escalates um you sort of jolt awake to the sound of an alarm in your mind and that is a loud and angry yak folk near your tent saying he's covered in blood. Uh, what? Who's covered in blood? The dog. He's not covered in blood. He's covered in blood and it could be any of ours it, or any things. You do not know what those women have fed him. So you're, you're both yelling at, a, at an old man who just woke up. Give me a moment and well, to look around, presumably looking for the dog. Well, yeah, you're in a tent, so, you know, you come out. Yeah, I poke my head out. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I mean, you see Yao is, like, ready to grapple Volk, who is standing its ground, on, non-aggressively, um, and Red Claw's between the two of them. Uh, and so you can see things for what they are. Yeah. I'd, yo, uh, the dog's fur's pristine as it was last night. He does a good job of taking care of it. Not a drop of blood in sight. What? What are you talking about? I had dream. I see him eat, eating uh, red claw. Asking, "What's wrong? Do I want some?" As he slowly eats your insides. This is a vision. I tell you, mm. from Katahikasa himself. So well, I, I don't know about uh, Ikasa. However, um, I think, I think Red Claw has had recent visitings much like this one. So I've got and, two things to say to that. I'm going to interrupt you, Wilt. I'm sorry, but I'll go ahead. One, we're going to talk about this vision in a second because I had the same problem with the bird on my shoulder. Two, I can talk to Volk. If Volk was messed up in any way, do you not think I, the elf who travels with him for 
conceivably a very fucking long time, would know if something was wrong with him or not. I'm a little offended that you think that I can't tell if Volk's infected or not. Fine. Hmm. Le- do whatever you want. I'm going back to my tent. If he eats you, I wake up, you're dead. No skin, no fodder off my back. Red Claw's just gonna stand there mouth agape. Well, yo, I, I think we need to, we need to calm down. I am this going to calm the first down. Time. I'm going to go lay back down and be calm. Okay? Uh, if he eats you well. sleep, that is good. I don't care. You will not go, listen to me and my knowledge. I'm gonna go check on Ichabod real quick, and if he's in his tent, I'm going to try and wake him up. Uh, Ichabod, the moment you hear, the moment footfalls happen in front of the door of your tent, you mm-hmm. are awake. Okay. Your training kicks in. Yep. Ah. What's going on? Ichabod, you are right in there? Yeah. Yeah. All right, so eh, everyone's accounted for, yo. Fine. Fine. I'm going to go back into my tent, and I'm going to sit there with my axe, just staring at the the entrance. Okay. On Yao's suggestion, I'm going to go back to Volk, and I'm going to inspect him thoroughly and just look at him and be like, you're right, boy. And I'd like to do an investigation, if I may, or a perception, whichever is more appropriate. Investigate seems fine for the sort of thoroughness you're going for. Okay. 13. I'm just looking to see if anything seems off about him outside of his increase in size from... Yeah, I mean, you know, you're, like, you're running your hands through his fur to check for maddedness from liquid, like... You know, you're you're going pretty in depth with your with your animal to upkeep him, and he seems completely fine. That's suspicious. Hmm. All right. Well, Volk, you're right. Oh, come on, no bow. Bow. <laughs> Thank you. That's bow. all I wanted. So, sorry. The 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 problem was that there was a squirrel. Ah, I see. Mm-hmm. So Volk was dead eyeing a squirrel. With that, I'm gonna during, start during brewing this a pot inspection. Of tea. Yeah, during during this inspection, uh, Wilt will have gathered himself together and started, you know, getting out of the tent. And he watches Red Claw inspect Volk, and he cocks an eyebrow up at Yo's tent. And um, to Red Claw, he says, uh, "There are strange happenings in our sleep recently." Agreed. We all seem to have them. I've I've remained unaffected, not saying that I might be affected later, but I'm genuinely worried for the sanity of our party. So, while I agree with you, I just want to remind you, I told you this trip would be dangerous, and we might not all come back. Yeah, well... Danger, danger is one thing. Danger is something I'm well acquainted with. Steel and sharpened edges, things I can avoid. I'm used to that. But this is something more malevolent. Uh, The best comfort I can offer you is we could tell 
Elder Wilting Rose about this, or maybe, if we're lucky, we could talk to the Archdruid again. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, if we go back to the Conclave and we tell them what we've been seeing, maybe they can give us some kind of protection. I mean... <sighs> I told you, it's dangerous. There are lots of kinds of danger, Wilt. Best I can do is see what we can get for us back at the Conclave. I... I'm not one to shy away from any adversary, be it tangible or intangible. But, uh, a meeting, a meeting with, with the Archdruid to, to discuss this, and, and um, perhaps Yo's state of being and his, um, how should I say it, irreceptibility to healing magics that might need to be addressed. No arguments, but uh, let's talk about it when we get on the road. Uh, Dungeon Master, what time is it? Uh, early. I don't see any reason in wasting the daylight lest we sleep out here again. We're, from my understanding, we're on the better part of the other half of our journey. So, let's pack up camp and get a good day's marching. Aye, I've never been one for dawdling. Let's go. Yeah. I'm gonna go to the entrance of Yao's tent and... Ask yo, yo, are you in there? Where else would I be, Red Claw? I am not some sort of magician. I cannot just open a portal and disappear. So the axe you're carrying tells me you know some kind of magic, because that's not the axe you had when we started, based on what you told me. Uh, one. So two. Let's just go to two. Uh, we're packing up and heading out. You coming with us? Yes, I will be with you. All right, let's get going then. I'll help you pack up your tent if you'll let me. Uh, he's gonna have some time to himself. Oh, He'll pack up his own tent. All right, well, uh, we'll be waiting for you, and I'm gonna go back to steeping my tea. All right, so um, you all pack up camp. Uh, however, Red Claw, make a what? What's your passive perception? Oh, this is the only thing I'm good at. <laughs> Give me one momento, please. That's not true. I can shoot my bow pretty well, too. Uh, 18, passive perception. So while you're packing up your tent, you happen to notice that uh, the edge of the brush closest to your tent has several of its leaves cloaked in, in blood. <sighs> oh... Oh, bristle my branches. Uh. Yo, Wilt. Ichabod. He says defeatedly. Mm -hmm. I found some blood. Uh, don't know where or when it got there. Where or how it got there. Uh, I look okay. I, and I check myself really quick, Dungeon yeah. Master. My You're cut fine. orb. Yeah. Volk's okay. I just checked him out. Don't know where this blood came from. How much is it, by the way? I mean, so like, like, a couple of leaves are covered in blood. Like, it's... I mean, you could do this with, like, a small squirt gun. But there's no trail, or... Uh, that sounds like a curse to me. Um, so I pointed out to the rest of the party. Not sure where it came from. I can't seem to find any trail. And uh, Volk, like I said, Volk's fine. I'm fine. I'm gonna 
with your permission, Dungeon Master, take out one of the glass vials uh, from my pack mm -hmm. and attempt to cut the leaves with my you know, hunting knife and put them in the bottle. Okay. Mm, that's it for me. Um, can I roll to see if there are any other bloodstains around the camp? Sure. Would that be perception or invest investigation? Uh, investigation at this point. Okay. And, uh, before Red Claw touches the item, um, Wilt's gonna stretch out with his divine sense, uh, focusing on the, the blood-covered leaves to tell if they're, like, uh, uh, let's see. Uh, as an action, detect good or evil, um, and detect consecrated or desecrated object or places. Um, <clears throat> so you have an idea of what things look like when you get the feedback that it's consecrated or desecrated. Yeah. Um, but this kind of looks like a dead zone on, uh, like surveillance equipment. Mm. Oh. Mm. So just a void. Yeah. Is this something that I would have experienced before, or would this be alien? This would be absolutely foreign to you. Alright, well then before Red Claw gets his hands on it, if you'll allow me to jump in before then, um, he'll will to move in and grab Red Claw's wrist and say, I wouldn't touch that if I were you. There is a uh, a blight on those leaves that I've never seen before. So that just makes me want to get them in the bottle even more. I was going to cut them by the stem away from the blood, but this is evidence that we could use to maybe scry. I was considering that it might be that creature we saw that one night. No idea why it bled near my tent, but... Best way to find out where it came from is to take it and get it, you know, magically identified. Well, I agree. It, it may be related, and uh, he'll guide Red Claw's hands to a space outside of the void still attached to that section of leaves, if there is one. Yeah, I mean, it's the leaves are the only part that give you this feedback. Yeah, so he'll just guide Red Claw's hand around the, the weird void of his sense. Uh, Red Claw will thank you and put him in the bottle. Yeah. Yeah. First off, uh, roll a 12. Second, <clears throat> sorry. Would his uh, divine sense pick up anything near me or of me? It's a 60 foot radius. Well, did you, did you, you kind of specified that you were focusing on that? I did say that? I focused. I did say I focused on the leaves, so. But yeah, when you, we'll, this we'll is a that. thing you can activate constantly, right? Uh, yeah, I can activate it a set number of times, but I get a bunch of them currently. Well, so let's just say you have that on, and it would definitely alert to you that you're not detecting any fey, devil, or undead presences nearby when you did yesterday. Okay, so even with Yo, he wouldn't be flashing as undead. Right. Oh, all right. So, yeah, Will won't say anything because nothing's there. Okay. Um, all right, so 
with the 12, you don't find any other of these, like, weird leaves near camp. Um, cool. But when you do snip the leaves off, Red Claw, the bush that you sever them from squeals like a... Very, very quietly and very quickly and gently. Uh, it shudders... And it squeals kind of like a distorted pig squeal. Do we all hear it? Probably just them, since they're right next to it. Like, okay. the rest of you in camp might hear, like, brush be disturbed. But that's it. Okay. Uh, Will will physically recoil. That's all his response is. He'll actually back up from this. And at this point, Red Claw is accepting that this is just how it's going to be. And goes, ah, wonderful. We all, we all packed. We got your samples. We uh, can get the the hell out of here. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting yes. a little tired of the forest. Believe it or not. I'm very tired of this forest. I'm just very tired. So that too. So you guys carry on. Uh, and spend most of the day sort of uninterrupted in your travel. It's actually pretty mundane. Um, and you find yourself passing, or you can see the, the sort of tree line break up ahead where that village was. Mm-hmm. Well, I wonder if they're still partying. Can, can we hear the sounds of anybody ahead? I mean, this is like on the verge of the horizon to you guys. Oh, okay. Vision. All right. Gotcha. I'm just saying like oh, multiple hours of marching. This is kind of the first thing that pops out. Okay. Uh, there is the uh, town. I hope they are uh, still okay. Hey, yo. Maybe we yes. can get... Uh... Some more of that dances with the dead. Yes, it was a very nice dance. I enjoyed it greatly. So we were a few hours march away from the uh, the blighted, quote unquote, blighted leaves that we just harvested, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, Will won't say anything then. So, gentlemen, as much fun as Dances with Dead is, and you can see Red Claw's face getting super red at this point, I don't think we have time to stop by that lovely village. We should get back to the Conclave immediately. All right, you're uh, right. Uh, yep. Let's just continue. I'm inclined to agree. Let's get going. <clears throat> of course I'm right. Let's go. So you guys close up on the, the village, and you can hear the gentle sort of whimsy music on the wind. It's sad and longing, and it sounds like a single, almost like a samison, like just a very sort of sonorous, long note string instrument. That's not what they were playing before. No, it does not sound like the uh, festival. Very sad. 
give me one second, boys, and uh, I'm gonna call Marla. Mm -hmm. Let's see what we're dealing with before we walk in, and I'm gonna send Marla to go check everything out. Okay. So uh, you send Marla to breach the tree line. You guys are that close. Uh, and the moment she does so, the music stops. Uh, and she reveals to you and you alone, obviously, that this clearing is not a town. It's a graveyard. And the maypole in the middle of it is still there. But all the houses, buildings are all grave sites and such. Fuck me. Ah, uh, so do you want the good news or the bad news first, boys? Mm, always bad news. Okay. Nothing but bad news lately. The bad news. So, the bad news is... That's not a town. It's a graveyard. The good news is, we all hallucinated it together. What do you mean this is graveyard? You're saying that we partied with ghosts? So, to be crystal clear, yo, no idea if we partied with ghosts. All I know is Marla's showing me from her eyes. There's no town where we were in a town. It's a graveyard. The only thing there that's still there from when we partied is the maypole. And, uh... No idea where that instrument or that music's coming from. Now I'm super creeped out. Well, either... Either we danced with the dead. Some of you actually danced with dead. There's no disputing that. But the rest of us... We were fooled into believing there was a party here when there wasn't. Or... Something decimated a town... In a day. And I... I am frightful. Well, it's been like three days. What that may be. Well, three, ga three days? Okay. But still, I'm in and, like... <laughs> yeah, I mean, decimating a town, it takes time. Like, now, is it like I, a, an actual graveyard? Like, yeah, there that, are grave sites? Like, yeah. 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 Okay, so there's like graves put up. Like, it's not just like, just dead bodies littered everywhere. No, this like isn't like the aftermath of a, of a battlefield. This is like a mm. kept graveyard. And so I'm going to clarify that for Wilt, and I'm going to be like, Okay. So, again, I wasn't crystal clear enough last time. Wilt, there are headstones in this graveyard. You don't put those up after you decimate a village. You just, you leave the bodies where they lay. This graveyard must have been here for some time. And all that stuff we experienced was in our heads. Hmm. No, Ed, wait, hold on. D DM, you said it, it was more like a battlefield, right? No, I'm saying uh, if the town was decimated, it would have been like a battlefield. Oh, got it. Okay. But it, it is an actual graveyard. Yeah. Headstones and all. Yep. My bad. You're good. So, what are the odds that the music... We're, we're all hearing the music, right? I'm not crazy. Well, no one's hearing it anymore, but yeah. So we all heard that music. Yes. What are the odds that was real and not a hallucination? Mm. Uh, I believe all of it was real. Um, I would like very much we could walk through. 
Now, reality wears a very thin veil over the unreal right now. We should all be on our wits as we walk through here. And he'll draw his sword. I really want to find a reason to say no, but I can't. Uh, I guess I'll go with you then. Well, we're here to kill the blight. And the blight may be in front of us. Yeah, that red claw is going to draw his bow as well. Okay. So you all enter the clearing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's a very well-kept graveyard with a path that runs right through it and kind of has like a roundabout around the maypole in the very middle. Um, your passive perception uh, is again going to come into play here, Red Claw. You can see multi-day-old faded tracks here. Mm. Uh, do I recognize the type of tracks of animal humanoid um, they're humanoid and a pair of uh, bipedal hoof tracks that very clearly indicate to you that oh these are our footfalls uh... and plenty of them are like sidestepping around the maypole facing it and mm -hmm. some are just you know walking around but like Evidence that you all were here is very paramount. But but no evidence of any other footfall whatsoever. No. I mean, how do I put this? So I'm going to point to the tracks as I speak. Here's where we were three days ago. Where are all those very open and free nymphs are? I don't know. This just, like I said, gives us evidence that uh, it was uh, all in our heads. Well, do you uh, do you sense anything? I was just about to say, uh, at that, Wilt's brow will furrow extra hard, and he's going to stretch out with his divine sense and just look around everywhere. Um, there is a growing number of undead presences uh, around you all off the road um are they large uh or are they like a small and a wave kind of like the uh not like that before it's type. it's it's almost okay. as if like lines of like a formation like a small army on either side Ugh. um but it's less than that it's like a couple dozen on each side of the okay. road all right are we surrounded or is it all coming from a specific? No, it's just on the, it's just off the left and right sides of the path. Okay, so two fronts, but not surrounded. Uh, so your divine sense becomes a little redundant. Uh, a moment after you all can see, and uh, maybe looking to Wilt for his divine guidance on this situation. Uh, you all uh, hear the music begin off of one side of the road. And what appears from stepping from beside a particularly large uh, headstone or statue is a thin, young, uh, elven specter. Um, and she's dressed in very formal attire, uh, very much of the iconography and color scheme of um, the Lahasi Empire. And she is very quietly, very gently playing the music you all hear. Ha! 
Right there, boys. That's our cue to leave. We should go. Under under his breath, Wilt will um at his chest give like the full hand military directions of where the, the lines of undead are lining up and say, We have two fronts on either side of the town forming against us, all undead. Now, um the uh the escape routes, um the road leading out. Is that blocked by undead? No. They're not on the paths at all. We can escape Uh, by the path if we move quickly. This town is dead. Uh, Leave it for the dead. You say this town is, and then you continue to flap your lips, but no one can hear you. Uh, The only thing you all hear is the woman stop playing her instrument very, very subtly, and she raises a single shh her lips and out from all of the graves on both sides of the road dozens of spirits rise and as you all probably begin to either dedicate to the fight or flight response um most of them bow or salute or kneel Hmm. are they kneeling to us yes or are they kneeling to the Oh, they're kneeling to us. Red Claw respects the wishes of the very nice elf lady and doesn't say a word. You can hear um, the wind begin to sound off in your ears again. You're clearly no longer the, under the effects of a silent spell. Uh, I'm going to put my great axe back on my back and just walk over to the lady who's playing the music and bow to her. Uh, you feel a very soft but cool wind on your cheek as she rests her hand on it. And she speaks in elven to you. Loud enough for the party to hear, but to you, definitely. Uh, she says in elven, rise up for you of your troop especially and the good dwarf are most welcome here in the bounty of the dead you all have honored those who've passed when you last came through you listened to my song even though you didn't hear it and you reveled and and partied and danced with us you honor us, and in turn, in time, we will honor you. And again, she, she bows uh, a curtsy as the rest of the specters sort of, again, extend one motion or another of gratitude. You guys can see many of these specters are, are elven or half-elf, uh, many of them clad as druids, uh, and they are all respecting towards you all. Um, I will, when she goes to curtsy or like lean or, you know, bow a little bit, I'll try to grab her hand and, uh, pull her back up and say, no, my lady, you have given us an honor to dance with your deads, with your dead. It's something that, uh, we cannot repay. 
And I thank you very much. Please stand. Uh, she comes back to her stance and nods very slowly and gently to you. Uh, and with that, all of the undead wisp away in the wind. And the only thing you all hear is a gentle feminine giggle. Uh, yo, I'm gonna, I'm gonna walk can back you over. ask her what happened here? She is uh, gone. Like we she should disappeared too. Yeah. Did she disappear as well? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I am not going to lie. To you. Uh, this might sound strange, but uh, he's very beautiful, and I believe I am smitten. <laughs> Just saying. Ah, uh, to be young again. <laughs> this is gonna sound crazy, but this is probably the strangest conversation I've had since we've joined up. Are we actually talking about liking a dead girl? Mm, dead, not dead. Let me tell you. After the, uh, we are all gone, we can see each other again on the other side. We dance then. Oh. Alright, well... Good on ya. So, why don't we walk and talk? There's nothing here but graves, right? <laughs> we should go. Yeah, let's get the fuck out of here. Huh, kind of like it, but okay. Uh, you get a very, um, sort of fortifying, uh, mournful, oh, from Volk. What's your problem? They're, they're dead. They're fine. We're the ones in trouble, Volk. He shrugs at you the only way a dog can, by not. <laughs> if you're gonna give me sass, I'm not gonna listen to you when you bow. Come on. As, uh, as they make their way out of town, <laughs> uh, I'll go. I, this may not be the strangest thing that I've ever witnessed, but it's up there. Um, at least we have the two of you. And he'll cock his head towards Yo and Ichabod. And I am grateful for your guidance and your handling of um, these special circumstances. People fear death. And even though you have been around it for uh, many years and you think you've come to terms with it, when you're lying there and the breath slowly slips from your lungs and you see what is on the other side. And sometimes it is not what you expect. This ill fear. In the end, we all fear the unknown. But if you know what is on the other side, it is not so bad. Um, that way, it is uh, easy for me and uh, I'm sure uh, Ichabod. Yeah. End is part of the path through life. There is no need to fear it. Um, as as we uh get ready to leave, um, I'm gonna take the sensor out of my my pack, mm -hmm. uh, and my block of incense, and I'll just kind of light that and leave it by the the maypole. Okay. I'm 
nervously tapping my foot at the end of the pathway. Right. Oh. Uh, when when uh, Ichabod lights up the sensor, actually, Walt will uh, well up a little bit at the the show of respect. Um, it's something that he can relate to. Oh, come along. It's not too much further, is it? Uh, before we go, um, hey, Redclaw. Uh, yeah. Could you do me a small favor? Sure. What's up? Uh, I know you druids are good with making uh, plants and such. Can you make a pretty flower for me very quick? So I can. Uh, pretty subjective, though. What color do you want it? Mm, I don't like a very pretty yellow. Oh, man, now we're going to have to get into it. Do you want the sunflower? Do you want the chrysanthemum? There's some really beautiful yellow orchids that I've seen in the southern forest. Uh, sure, one of those. Uh, with your permission, DM, I'm going to use Druidcraft to uh, conjure up yellow forget-me-nots. Okay. Is that a natural flower? Forget-me-nots are. I would argue that they have probably been selectively bred for yellow. Let me see if they come up naturally yellow. I, they know that, that, this is already too much. It's, yeah, it's fine. Okay. <laughs> and then I hand them uh, to Yo. So forget-me-nots are a real flower. Yes, that I knew. I just didn't know if they were naturally yellow or not. But... Uh, I, thank you, and uh, I will speak to you later. I have some words for you about us, this. Anyways, and I'll walk over to where I saw the lady ghost playing the guitar or the, the instrument, and I'll set it down and be like, for you, my lady. Hopefully we will see each other again. And I'll start walking off. So I know we said it was too much, but just a fun fact, forget-me-nots are generally blue with a yellow center. Okay. So there's, there's precedence for their yellow pigmentation. Correct. Okay, good enough. So, <clears throat> you all move on, uh, and you come up to sunset, but remembering how long the trek was, you imagine if you press through, you could make it to the Conclave grounds by midnight. Mm. Now, there's no reason we need to discuss this, right? Sleeping in the Conclave would be better than sleeping out here and making it there by morning. Agreed. All right, that's yes. one vote. Two? I would have to agree. Nah, uh, sleeping in the wild has done us nothing but trouble. Let's get to the conclave. You're going to hear, like, a muffled, happy squeal under Volk's voice. <laughs> All right. So, uh, night gets kind of spooky. Um, you don't say. <laughs> I, I, I do. Um, I dare. Uh, so, you know, you... A normal forest path at night is going to have the occasional noise or light off the path. But this is something unto itself entirely. You all repeatedly can see eyes 
in the darkness, just off the path. Sometimes some of you even swear something takes a swipe at you as the wind shifts just near your arm for a moment. But every time you stop to look or detect or perceive, fruitless. Nothing's there. So while swords might be drawn, armor might be buckled, and tensions might be high, nothing actually happens to you all. And then in the distance, you can see torches lighting the end of the path and the threshold of the conclave's grounds, or one of the, the, that outpost of the conclave. Whew, we made it, boys. Didn't think we were for a second there. Oh. Yes. About time. Aye, I am very tired. Maybe we could uh, get in here to get to sleep. Maybe a report in the morning. Um, Dungeon Master, real quick. Yeah. Red Claw is super suspicious after the graveyard uh, city. Can I do a perception check to see if there's anything funky about the area? Like if it looks different or magical? Mm. No. You can see... I mean, magical, sure. Like, if you cast Detect Magic, you can see that there's magic up ahead. Um, but, no. Yeah, I mean, you can even see the two Druid Conclave guards standing in the torchlight. And we also saw a whole village of fey nymphs. Like, I don't trust nothing anymore. Sure. Alright, well, if there's nothing that seems odd to me, I'm just gonna walk up to the guards at the gate and be like, Excuse me, gentlemen, have you seen uh, Elder Wiltingrose recently? Uh, so, you all approach and they greet you. Um, mm-hmm. At some point during the conversation, all of you happen to blink at about the same time. And when you do so, and you open your eyes again, both of these guards are impaled on their own pole arms. And if you blink again, or stutter, or rub your eyes... They appear fine. Will draws his sword. Aggressively. Yeah. And the guard yeah. looks at you and goes, what, what, What's the matter, Master Paladin? Young men, we have been plagued by specters for nigh on four days. Well, come and inside. The I'm grounds here are safe. And yes, Wilding well, Rose is here, eagerly awaiting your return. Well, you don't have to tell me twice. Bye, boys. And you'll just see Volk not take another second, or Red Claw not take another second and run in. Damn it. Well, uh, uh, Red Claw gets I, three steps before a giant por- uh, Venus flytrap just... I'm, uh, I'm kidding. Rest in peace, Red Claw. <laughs> rest in peace, bud. You're home now, bud. You're home. <laughs> Hashtag one and so bad. Of the dirt, return to the dirt. Uh, no. <laughs> so he, he blitzes into camp, and you all can see, like, inside, it's bustling with a little bit of activity. It's, you know, the middle of the night. Wilt is still dead in between Ichabod and Yo, like, holding the line, sword drawn, staring down these two guards. And he's going to glance at his party members and say, I don't care what the druid does. Did you see what I saw? Yes, but uh, uh, now so. we should believe each other in things that we saw. 
well, I, I believed you earlier, but I also believed that it was a vision, just like the one Red Claw had, not based in reality. We're all awake right now. You had a dream. <sighs> or at least, as far as I can recollect, I'm conscious. Ichabod, are you awake? To my knowledge, Things have been different. How do we know this is all not one just big dream? Hey, Ichabod. Since... Yeah. Why don't you make a concentration check? Hmm. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know I was concentrating. Uh. What do you 21. roll for that? 21? Yeah. You wake up with a start. You are in a bed in the infirmary in the Conclave grounds. Ah. Fuck! Next ah. to you on the beds nearby are your party members. All of this including Red Claw? Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, this is fucking awesome, but goddammit. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna reach and scramble for my my sword or just anything that is mine nearby. So quickly to your side is uh, a, a druid, very clearly clad in um, like you know caregivers' garments, and she she grabs your your forearm very gently and guides it to your pack. She says, "Calm, calm, Master Dwarf. Your things are here." You and your men are fine. How long have we been here? Three days. Uh, get up. Get up. And with a third get up, I will use thaumaturgy to say that three times louder than my normal shout. Okay. <laughs> uh, oh, the other party members, uh, you all wake up to this. Incredium. <sighs> Why are you screaming? Why do you want to dream about Ghost Girl? Uh, yes, right, the dreams, but... <laughs> I don't know how we got here. Is, uh, are, are the rest of the party, are we all aware, like, do we have the same one moment we were at the gates, next moment we're waking up? Got to feel? Uh, no, for, for Red Claw, the last thing he remembers is dashing into camp. For the other two of you, 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 you know, said, Ichabod, are you awake? And he was like, huh? And he, like, collapsed in front of his hand once or twice, and all of you woke up. So, just to let you know, Red Call's awake, but as soon as he stirred, he rolled back over. <laughs> all right. <laughs> no, legitimately. Okay. He saw that he was in the conclave. Nope, I'm good. <laughs> Uh, Wilt, Wilt wakes up flailing, feeling for first his plate, and next his sword. He's scrambling to see if he's armored and armed. You're, say, am, am I still in my armor? No, all of you are in, um, not even am your own clothes. You're, you're all in, like, essentially the druidic version of scrubs. Okay. So, like, very pleasant clothing, but it's, like, basically a sheet. Um, I want to reach through my beard and pat at my chest to see if I can still feel the necklace. 
the the, the hags which yeah the it's mothers there. yes the mothers there we go <clears throat> okay yeah wilt is flailing for his sword uh you receive a similar tra- treatment that ichabod did uh oh uh, a, a caregiver you know sort of dashes to your side and puts their hand on you but just the same doesn't restrain they guide you to your belongings and you can feel yeah. that your plate and your plate mail and your bag are on a table next to your bed and your sword is sheathed uh re- resting against the head uh And Wilt finds the hilt of his sword and he draws it, standing up on his cot with a wild look in his eye. And he's just glaring around because he has no idea where he is. Right. All of you get back. Uh, The woman Uh, uh, backs off. uh, I'm gonna gonna stand up. Wilt? Put Yo. down the sword. Remember, things are not what they seem, but we cannot just go attacking things. Uh, Wilt is still in the crazed animal mode. Mm. I yes. hear you. Put, put the sword down, and we will figure this out. Wilt grips the hilt of his sword hard as he can. And then sets it into its sheath and sits down on his cot and looks at Yo and goes, What is real? Is this reality? Or are we dreaming? What happened at the gate? At this point, this question has now been asked twice, and the caregiver, the main one, the first one that approached Ichabod, um, actually sort of pipes up. Your attention. Yes. Allow me to illuminate. You all were found less than a hundred feet outside of the Conclave grounds three nights ago. The guards saw you approach and then as if you all had fell asleep at the same time all of you fell asleep mid-stride standing on your own two feet. Mm. The guards approached you all thinking you might be possessed but you were simply sleeping. So we sent out the, the doctors and clerics and we brought you to triage, and you all have been sleeping rather restfully, I might add, for three days. Uh, insight check from Wilt. Sure. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's a natty, 18 on the die, so 22. The only thing that is incorrect is if you were here three nights ago, it should have been two and a half days. But that's like everything else is super honest. You can tell they're just shorthanding that. Right. Uh, he's telling the truth. And he'll place his head in his hand and just rub his brow a little bit, trying to 
make sense of it all. They they continue. You all have ex- have experienced extreme stress. You all have been easily the only troop to ever return from the corruption. Master Wilting Rose will want to see you immediately when you're willing. If if I may, uh, due to the gravity of our situation, I would like to request the presence of the Archdruid as well. The naming of the Archdruid um, makes the 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 doctor that you've been talking to uh go pale master paladin the the archdruid is dead fucking how it is complicated and perhaps master wilting rose can explain better but in short the Archdruid dispersed their form and gave their magic to the forest to fortify it and protect it. I have no authority here, but I suggest you get Wilting Rose with the utmost of haste, as fast as your feet can carry them. Or I swear by the walls of Yal, I will draw my sword. With that, they sort of quickly bow and trot right off. Um, I'm going to uh, go kick at the Red Claw. I'm going to start putting my armor back on. Okay. Oh, oh, yeah. No, no, no. Actually, yes. That is what I'll do. I'll go to go get Red Claw, and then I'll see. Uh, I'll see fucking Ichabod. shit. Ichabod the putting his stuff on and like change his name in here. Yeah, Wilt Wilt Wil- Wil- offers a really intimidating line, and then he quickly starts strapping shit on. <laughs> Holy shit! This is bad, boys. I don't know what's going on. I'm confused. Everything is terrible. Why is Red Claw still asleep? And I like Claw, just up. whip a pillow at his head as hard as I can. So Red Claw takes the pillow and rolls over, still in the covers, mind you. The covers are basically over his head, and you can just see his eyes and nose poke out of his little blanket igloo. So, to get this straight, we almost died, the Archdruid is dead, and you guys want to leave this comfy, warm bed. The only place that's safe for us right now. Or you could get up and make sure it's even safer, because um, if anything comes in here and starts attacking, I don't want you to be caught off your ass. I'm going to rip the van brace off my one arm and hold it up and be like, we aren't safe here. Get is- up. There's work to do. That's what you paid us for. <sighs> but it's so comfy. <laughs> You cannot Sorry. respond to that amazingly serious RP moment with, mm, but 10 more minutes. No. <laughs> Red Claw straight up sees, like, the corruption on his arm, thinks about all the shit that's gone down, and realizes that he doesn't remember the last time he had a nice night's sleep where nothing tried to eat him or dreams didn't try to break him. And he's like, 
he mentally he's like you all want to go back out into this we literally just got here mentally yeah, physically that, wilt wilt marches straight up to the edge of his cot and says the arch druid is dead your superior has died get the fuck up and he'll grab the corner of his cot and just lift uh it's made of roots coming out of the ground Ow. <laughs> well then he'll just grab his shoulder and lift. He's gonna do everything as he can to just tip him out of the bed. Okay. It's just so, he'll, he'll rip the covers off. Okay. <laughs> no, it's don't a, you do it. <laughs> it's at this point that you hear a booming voice from one end of the infirmary. Uh it's familiar. Is it Wilting Rose? Yes. I like scramble I scramble out of bed really quickly trying to put all my stuff on. Gentlemen. This is not needed now. He sort of walks into the room. Um, he approaches you all. Mm-hmm. And you can see he's aged. Like, just like, like presidency. Like, just, mm. he's aged. Um, from stress. <laughs> not from time. Uh, yeah, that's rough for a druid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he, he looks at you all and says... I have many questions. You all have brought us answers. Get yourselves together and follow me. Very well. Any kicks to my things? Red claw. <laughs> Ow! Don't have to be fucking rude about it. Look, I was gonna get out of bed. Get up now. I'm already the out. Superiors need you. Uh, is Volk around? Yes. Nobody's getting on your case. Must be nice being a fucking wolf. Volk is standing next to Wilting Rose. Ha <laughs> 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 Hi, Elder. I'm gonna get my stuff on right now. And then, uh, yeah, I, I start putting my stuff on, grab everything. Oh, um, do I have that file of blood-covered leaves? Yes. Or is it? Okay, cool. To be entirely fair, from, like, as you guys, like, check through your shit, everything happened as you received it until you all reached the gates. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, as we're getting ready, uh, once Wilt gets prepared, he's taking a very guard-like stance over Ichabod. Um, like, shields up, Hands on sword hilt, he's guarding in the most pure sense, Ichabod. Alright, Wilting Rose doesn't move a muscle until all of you are ready. And once you all are, he simply says, Follow me. And he turns around and walks out of the infirmary. I follow. Yep. 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 I'm he- to follow. He takes you all back to the table that you all met with him the first time, where he laid out, met the map and stuff. Uh, on it, instead, is... Uh, sorry, leaning on the wall next to that table is Yo's jar. Mm. Uh, the log that was inside of it is on the table. It has been opened and split into many like wedges um 
and a a sort of array of of like fragments have been pulled out of it. The interior of this log like is beating like a heart. So did you find out anything important, Elder Wilting Rose? You mentioned we brought you information. Can you share it with us? I will, and then I will ask questions. Okay. This is what we have learned while researching the sample you all returned to us. One, we learned how to pacify it. This is the most important information, and you all have given us a sword to cut away this infection. You all Very good. have no idea how impactful this might have been. I know the impact it has had on us. No doubt. Two. This corruption infests everything that lives. Mm. Look, and he like holds up um, a piece of the fragment uh, of the wood that's like has like a like a tumorous coagulated blood looking mass on it and it just like thumps 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 and you can see it sort of as every time it like thumps a pulse goes out to its like veiny limbs across the wood uh and he does this again Wilt. with good. Wilt's gonna cast a very mournful look at Ichabod. It's sorrowful. He, he he feels genuinely horrible for what's happened to him. And he'll look at Wilting Rose and go, "That was not the only sample that we returned to you, Ichabod. It, I you have been blighted." Wilting Rose looks right through Wilt at Ichabod and says, I know. And with him awake, we are going to attempt, with his consent, to clean him of it. Please do. I, I have not meant uh, a more loyal soul than Ichabod. What the... Will you need help with this? Wilting Rose shakes his head. Not at all. If we cannot do it without your help, then how are we to do it, should you fall? Uh, yeah. You got Bring up a good point. He then uh, sort of holds that fragment he had to a piece of stone, and you can see he lets go of the stone, and this tumorous mass has already fused into the stone. Hmm. He sets it down, picks up a piece of metal, and puts it against it. And you can see it sort of rubs against it, and he can pull the metal away. Nothing. Uh, he takes a piece of, like, hide, sticks to it. You know, he repeats this process a couple of times with living, you know, stuff, and it adheres to it. Interesting. Uh, he then says, the last thing that we've learned, and maybe the most important, 
is that you can survive this. By our accounts, you all have been in the Blighted Lands for multiple days. Uh, how many days? Did you all travel south past the graveyard? Aye, we did. Yes. Then you had almost already passed the line of attrition. Uh, just to be clear, Elder Wilting Rose, I didn't think that's where the line of attrition was when we set out. Has it grown that much, or did I just forget? It was that close. Hmm. That's troubling. It certainly was that close when we last checked yesterday. Aye, then we were days past the blighted line. But didn't you remember seeing a clear distinction? I, I don't remember crossing any line that suggested we were in blighted land. There were all of those undead. But they were not undead when we were in the town. They were lively. This is the true blight. I mean, when we left the, uh, the hut with the women. Well, by then we were deep, deep into the blighted land. Wilting Rose slams his fist. I've told you, men, this blight does not affect the dead. So, Wilting Rose, you, you mentioned Elder Wilting Rose. Um, you mentioned you had questions for us. Should we take care of Ichabod now or after the questions? The questions first. He may have an answer that he will not be able to provide. All right. One, obviously, who gave you this log sample? So that's a funny story. Uh, I think Wilt should tell it. Oh, logs. Uh, the log sample from from Yo uh, Yo's jar. Yes. Well, do you know about the mother of the woods? Uh, Wilting Rose looks at you with almost the same level of awe that uh, Red Claw had when you all met the Archdruid. Now, now. We were approached by the Mothers of the Woods, a split entity, as far as I can reckon. Master Paladin, if these circumstances were anything other the wild and crazy that they are currently, I would slap you for the insult. And I would welcome the response. If you had said an ill word about my great city, I would respond in kind. Tis not my However, city, you insult. Those are gods. And I am aware, just as the city is mine. However, we conversed with the mothers of the wood, old and young, split in two. They granted us a great gift in that wood. And, with great unfortunate circumstance, 
nil look at Ichabod. The rest of the samples that you may need. Wilting Rose we nods. Appeased we appeased them through attrition and sacrifice. However, they gave us stew. It was uh, pretty good. And we suffer greatly to deliver that stew. And he'll glance at his forearms. However, they also gave us hope. Just as you are giving us hope now. The blight can be fought. Though its power is vast. Wilting Rose again sort of adjusts his posture and looks at Redclaw. Redclaw, how old was the mother and how young was the mother? Oh, uh, great question. I mean, the elder mother was, from my reckoning, uh, like a grandmother's age. She wasn't, you know. Prone-like. Yeah, that's a good way to describe it. Thanks, Wilt. And uh, I'm not much of a judge uh, on this, but uh, the young mother was probably a, a young lady in her prime. Gorgeous. With that, Wilting Rose takes a visual uh, swallow. The prophecy of the mother of the forest is old, obviously. But if what you all tell is true, then Yalzar will survive. But much, mu much of what lives here will not. How can you be so certain, Elder, that we can't save what's here? When the mother of the wood becomes two, she is ready to die and be born again by her younger self. Mm -mm. That younger woman will die in the childbirth of the mother of the wood. Does it have to be that way, Elder? There's nothing we can do. It is the nature of her own rebirth. There is no sorrow in it. I'm not... Elder, I'm not worried about our god. I'm worried about the forest. The forest will live. It is eternal. And under her guardianship, it will stay that way. All right. But what will follow the death of the young mother, that sorrow will heartbreak into despair many creatures. For the life, the, the soul, the power of death and life, it must recycle, Red Claw, you know this. I just don't feel like this is the natural cycle we're dealing with. No. The Blight has forced her hand. 
Yeah. If we do not succeed in our mission, she will take action into her own hands, and many will die. Then we better succeed. What other question? Uh, can we can we move on to the questions? I'm getting antsier now. I feel like we need to get back out there. Fair. <sighs> the last question I have is, are you all ready for your mission, for your final mission? Wait, I, I was paid to get, uh, you know, samples and bring them back. I believe that was the mission that uh, we were acquired for. And you may go, if you wish. Or you may continue your contract and have it addendumed with this additional pay. Yes, this is fine. I am. I was brought here for other reasons. Uh, I have to forget about. I would like. Anyways, continue. My apologies for interrupting. He, Yo. Uh, good. We are here for a greater duty than payment alone. I think you understand that far more than I do. Yes, Wilt. Uh, I know. It is, uh, I've made a deal a long time ago. Now, uh, this deal is coming to fruition. Well, deals be damned, duty calls. <laughs> deals be damned. <laughs> well, Walt's gonna smile a little bit, kind of picking up what Yo's putting down. Very well. Anyways. I will give you directions. You all will rest for two more days here while your weapons are modified. Uh, Wilt's gonna raise an eyebrow at that. Not many place a hand on the city's blessing. What do you intend to do to my weapons? He draws his short sword from his side. And you can see, it seems like a rather mundane short sword, but the last inch of the blade, like, edge, glows with radiant energy. Mm. Says, well, there's something I can get behind. The smiths here will imbue this discovery into your weapons. It will allow you to dispel the corruption on all that you cast your weapon upon. DM question. Is this just like a standard radiant energy or is it special? It's very special. It's like yep. milky and silvery. Yeah, because Wilt deals a lot in the radiant. That's different. Sorry, I'm using the word radiant to describe its illumination, not necessarily its properties. The damage type, yeah. Alright, just wanted to clarify. That's awesome. Totally fair question. I ruined the narrative, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I've ruined it. If only you were the editor. 
<laughs> yeah, if only I can cut my stupid question out. <laughs> but don't. I'm not going to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good radio. So, getting back into it, uh, Elder, as much as I appreciate the ability to take out the corruption, I'm going to be honest with you. It doesn't do us any good if we go crazy on our way. Is there anything you can do to protect our minds? We have not found such answers. I'm afraid not, my child. Ah, it's worth asking, I guess. Well, uh, if those are all your questions, could we get to cure an Ichabod? Yes, we can. Ichabod, step forward. Go ahead and push past the others and step with the arch, uh, not arch to it, Elder Wilting Rose. He asks you to, to disrobe your infected arm. Again, undoing the, the buckles okay. of the armor and the, the vambrace off in the, the upper arm as well. You can see that it has spread to just shy of your elbow. Uh, Elder Wilting Rose takes a gloved hand and holds your hand as if to shake it mm-hmm. and then severs your arm at the elbow with his uh, No! No! Okay. Uh, the wound doesn't hurt. It, it's kind of relieving. And you can feel the amulet fall off of you and shatter uselessly to the ground. Will winces, and that's, that's his only response to this. The wound doesn't bleed. Mm-hmm. In fact, the cap of the wound is just glowing with the same energy that the weapon yields. Well, it's an improvement. Wilting Rose smiles at Ichabod and says, It gets better. Look. He, like, nods to your stub. Mm -hmm. Before anything happens, it's an improvement. Wilt just starts cackling, like, doubling over laughing. He can't contain himself. As uh, as you sort of like like hold your chicken wing up and look at it, a pillar of light begins to weave itself out of strands of golden light. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can you all notice maybe not Ichabod but Wilting Rose is casting a spell. As the weave finishes, it's taking the form of a forearm and a hand. And when it subsides, you again have a forearm that you can feel. But it is made out of this golden energy. Not of flesh. Rub my elbow up. You can feel it as if you had that arm, but... It's it's solid. You can you can grip it. You can feel 
your muscles there. You can tighten your fist and feel everything brace. Mm. But it's this, it's not. Thank you. Wilting Rose nods a deep bow to you. You've given more than you should have, but we will not let it be in vain. And still kind of holding your your hand with his gloved hand, uh, he sets it on the table and wraps it in uh, like a metal cloth. Elder, make, make the, the most, most use of, of that, that sacrifice. sacrifice. You have restored our dutiful dwarf. But I think much can be learned from that piece of arm. Wilting Rose nods once, and someone approaches to take the hand away to be studied. Now, we've... We've... Skipped over the formalities, and you'll have to forgive me for honoring the traditions of hierarchy. But the Archdruid is dead. And we've been given a very minimal explanation as to how. I would like to know how. And I would also like to know if I stand in the presence of the new Archdruid. He answers your last question first. And shakes his head. No. You do not see that before you. No, not at all. Very well. There are other archdruids of Yalzar, but they are not here. One may rise amongst us to be again, but it will take time and much training and, well, will probably not manifest during this occasion. The Archdruid sacrificed himself. He could no longer witness the pain that this blight was causing. And so he walked to the line between, kneeled down and prayed. And the moment the blight crept to his line, And his voice begins to sort of give and crack a little. He burst in, into light. And a massive wall of his m magic spread. Days of travel in every direction. And pushed it back. It reeled in pain. And his... His visage still lingers as a brush, piece of the wood. He bought us time. He saved... so many lives. And... Well... Wilt will approach the elder and uh, 
place a gauntleted hand on his shoulders and say, Thus is the weight of duty. And so goes the gift that sacrifice brings. Wilting Rose looks at you very plainly and says, The burden of fatherhood. Well, we'll gesture towards the area of the blight and say, He has saved so many lives. And then he'll stare him straight in the eye and say, You have the strength to do the same if needed. I know. And we will beat this. We will all beat this. And he'll slam his fist into his shield and say, We will stop it. And he'll glance at the rest of his party. All of us will. Large words mean very little unless they are backed up by strong arms. And I have many strong arms behind me. We will stop this. And he'll take his place with the rest of the party. As you all sort of form up again as a group, and Wilting Rose gives a gentle nod, he clears his eyes of sorrow and points to the triage place that you all came from. He says, Go and rest. Two days. Leave your weapons here. They will be forged anew. Uh, without hesitation, um, we'll, we'll draw his sword and place it on the ground in front of Wilting Rose. Red Claw's going to do the same, and he's in visible tears. He doesn't have anything to say. I'll unhook the, the executioner sword. My back and place it on the table. Yep. What? Why is everyone looking at me? Uh, give me just one second, if you will. And I'm going to turn around, and I'm going to close my eyes, and I'm going to be like... Yeah. Give a little ask to uh, Kata Hikasa if this is cool or not. Nah. You simply hear him sort of like... Not even like it's you get the responses if he's not even turning around from playing video games. He's like, Death's eternal, Smith's works are temporary. Bah, of course, here you can have it. Yeah, <laughs> god, I love the patrons are different, <laughs> it makes me so happy. As you all forfeit your weapons for the time, uh, and turn to retire for a well earned rest. You all see amongst your possessions at your uh, beds are large satchels, uh, or sorry, lock boxes, and inside of each is ten thousand gold. <laughs> I recently came into some money. <laughs> I've recently come into some money. Yikes. <laughs> 
Well. And, and with that, we're going to end things tonight. We had our entire party, including our paladin. Hi, uh, this is Jesse playing Wilt Brocard. Our cleric. Everyone, this has been Nick as Ichabod. Our ranger druid. Everyone, this is Scott playing Redclaw. And our fighter warlock. Hey y'all, it's Dylan playing yo. Have a good night. Have a good night, everyone. Have a good night. Have a good night. Have a good night. Bye. 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 Bye.